Good evening and welcome to the Big Fight. I'm Vishnu Show. We've got an exciting episode of the Big Fight for you this evening. Now, with the Law Commission of India issuing a public notice asking for a cross-section of opinions, the Uniform Civil Code, one of the most contentious themes in India's history, has come back into sharp focus. Now, any debate on the Uniform Civil Code needs to factor in the core theme of justice and equality in the eyes of our constitution, while acknowledging the heart of the divergence. What are that? What is that? Different religions, castes, practices, laws and beliefs. And then the political undercurrent. That's been one of the sharpest divides on this issue and may re-emerge as a principal theme ahead of the next elections. On the big fight tonight, is it time for India to have a uniform civil code? But first, a quick explainer of what exactly it is that we are talking about. What is a civil code? A uniform civil code refers to a common set of laws governing but not limited to marriage, to divorce, to adoption, to inheritance and to succession. So let's just repeat that. Marriage, divorce, adoption, inheritance and succession. That's primarily what a uniform civil code deals with. But what is the fundamental difference between laws? Take a look at how different faiths in our country have developed their personal laws. Now, Hindu personal laws are based on ancient texts, the Vedas, Smritis, Upanishads, and modern concepts of justice and equality as well. Muslim personal laws are based on the Quran, the Sunnah, the Ijma, and the Qiyas. Christian personal law is based on the Bible, on traditions, and on reason. So that's just three examples. So what are some of the considerable differences which exist, which is what a uniform civil code will try and rectify if in fact it goes through. So a few issues which need to be looked at. For example, Muslim law in India recognizes the marriage of a minor who has attained puberty as being valid despite the existence of the prohibition of child marriage act. So there's a conflict in the law there. Christian women are not recognized as natural guardians of their own children. That's a problem there under Christian law. Sikh marriage laws lack provisions for divorce, so Sikh divorces are governed by the Hindu Marriage Act. Adoption laws, let's talk about that. Parsis do not recognize adoptive daughters. Their rights under Zoroastrian practices not recognized. Is that the India we seek? The Hindu Succession Act discriminates between heirs of deceased men and deceased women. There also needs to be a recognition of inheritance rights of children born out of wedlock because rights apply to everyone equally or they should. But here's more of the divergence. Certain tribes in Meghalaya are matriarchal. They follow a female line of descent. While among certain Naga tribes, for example, women are not allowed to inherit property. Which brings us finally to the larger political issue. For the BJP, a uniform civil code has always been a top priority, one among three. Now, what were those three? The abrogation of Article 370 in Kashmir, that's done. The construction of a Ram Mandir, that's essentially done as well. Will there be a uniform civil code in India? That is the question that we are looking at. Now, we've got a fantastic panel with us. Ratan Sharda, author, um, 
is with us as well. He's with the RSS. He's written extensively about them. Satyapal Jain, additional solicitor general of India, also a member of the BJP. Um, Anila Singh, a spokesperson of the BJP. So that's essentially one side of the debate. Shiba Aslam Fahmi, author, journalist, a research scholar and an Islamic feminist, joins us. Ghansham Tiwari, a spokesperson of the Samajwadi Party. Gurcharan Singh Grewal, General Secretary of the SGPC, the Shiromani Gurudwara Prabhadhan Committee. And we've also got the wonderful Supreme Court advocate Sanjay Hegde. So we've tried to balance this out with as diverse a cross-section of views as possible. <coughs> what we do, <coughs> ladies and gentlemen, in this first part of the program is called the first punch, where each of our participants has one minute for their introductory remarks. And then I get rude and I tell them, okay, no more. Right? And I will follow that timer. So, Ratan Sharda, to you first. And the question is this. Is it time for India to have a uniform civil code? Your time starts now. Well, Vishnu, actually the time started in 1950 itself. But as Nehru admitted that he was not ready for a uniform civil code because he was not sure of Muslim reaction. Secondly, Sooner or later, the, the nation has to rise to some issues which they try to avoid. So, triple talaq was avoided for a long time. 370 was avoided for a long time. Ultimately, they were done. Because Nehruji also said that 370 But somehow, the ghisna was left to BJP, not Congress. That was done. Now, coming to this particular stance of controversy about the, this particular bill, but we have to understand it's a secular society. We have a secular constitution as per the modern secular definition that our secular friends follow. The state should not have religion. If state does not have a religion, a religion, the government doesn't have a religion, then how can we have different religions of different religions for different communities when we don't even recognize those communities as separate entities in case of a secular society? And thirdly, when you talk of CAA, people said we should so unify for up. all. We'll discuss the points that you're mentioning okay. uh, later on. Uh, Shiba Aslam Femi, is it time for India to have a uniform civil code? Your time, ma'am, starts now. Thank you, Vishuji. Uh, for any type of reforms within the traditional communities, all the times are right and right. And we will not get any particular time or phase or epoch in the, uh, in the life of, of the community then, when we would say that some of the uh, groups are ready to give up their pri uh, privileges and others are ready to receive them in good humor. So there is a fight going on and we totally understand this. However, at this juncture, whenever the question of uniform civil courts are raised, it is always raised. Some, some, something uh, to, you know, to, to, be, to be punished with the, the Muslim community, to deal with the minorities, etc. It is not about the minority, it is about the individual rights guaranteed in the constitution and also the diversity of the, uh, of the communities involved. If we talk about any community, whether it is Hindu or Muslim, it is such a heterogeneous community. So the kind of groundwork, the procedure is problematic. We have to get into the transparent, inclusive procedure of developing a kind of some kind of format. And then we go ahead. All right. My the process needs to be inclusive, ma'am. Your time is up over there. Mr. Satyapal Jain, additional solicitor general of India. Is it time for India to have a uniform civil code? Your one minute, sir, starts now. Sir, could you just unmute yourself? I'll restart the counter. Just unmute yourself and I'll restart that. The Indian Constitution was drafted 
by the constituent assembly and it provided article 44 which says the state shall i'll read that line endeavor to promote uh, endeavor to secure for the citizens a uniform civil code throughout the territory of india so it is the constitutional mandate to any government that it will strive for securing the uniform civil code for india this issue was again debated in 1995 in sarla mudgal's case where the two honorable judges of the supreme court in two separate judgments expressed the desire that the government should go for a uniform civil code one honorable judge said we appeal to the prime minister another said let it be the law commission similar observations were given in 2015 in abc versus state that still we are uh, not having uniform civil court in this country i think it is the right time to comply with the directions of the supreme court as well as the constitutional requirement of having a uniform civil court earlier right. it, it will be in the you believe the this is the right time okay ghansham tiwari do you believe it's the right time should india have a uniform civil court sir your time starts now one minute go ahead good evening vishnu to you uh, my fellow panelists and the viewers three things i believe is important one the uh, idea as well as the intent that goes alongside uniform civil court is the time right is the parliament in function we have a prime minister who in spite of thumping majority has locked down the parliament because he could not cannot speak about his friend on on which opposition parties wanted him to speak about second we have a we have a bjp who on one hand says that they say that we have we are one nation on the other hand manipur is burning they are not able to support their own ministers whose houses are getting burnt the prime minister is missing there are not notices against that so neither the way that this government is functioning nor the way the prime minister is functioning the time is right whether the intent is right well um, at a time when bjp has has done bharat todo for 10 years i don't think intent is right all right you don't think they can do that anila singh spokesperson of the bjp ma'am go ahead one minute my ram ram to everyone and uh, this was a promise made by bhartiya janata party in manifesto as well and we are very much determined to make it happen in our country because when we have one nation one constitution then why different laws it should be finished i think so it will bring a harmony and everybody each and every citizen will be on the same platform when criminal laws are same why there is a difference in civil so this was done because of the appeasement politics now that appeasement politics has to be stopped and the real work has to start and the real work is to consolidate the harmony peace and the nationalism of our citizens in our great country so divide and rule policy which congress party had always maintained that has to be crushed and crashed so i think ucc is demand of the day and uh, uh, different exercises has been done in the past and uh, in today's state also all right you believe it needs to happen today okay um gucharan singh grewal general secretary of the shirmani gurdwara prabandhak committee uh, do you believe sir that this is the right time for india to have a uniform civil code your one minute starts now aapka dhanyawad hai ki nttv is baat pe debate kar raha hai lekin mere ko itraaz bhi hai aap gussa mat karenge कि यहां पैनलिस्ट छह हैं छह में तीन पैनलिस्ट प्रो यूनिफॉर्म सिविल कोड है 
ये ये बात कहा जाएगी मैं मेरे को मालूम नहीं है लेकिन मैं ये सभी को क्योंकि आप दुनिया सारी देख रही है आपके चैनल को कि जब देश को आजाद करवाया था तब लोगों ने ये नहीं यूनिफॉर्म सिविल कोड के लिए आजादी नहीं दिलवाई थी वक वक धर्मों के लोग थे वक वक कल्चर के लोग थे वक वक बोली के लोग थे अलग अलग संस्कार थे वो लोगों को आज एक जगह करने की जरूरत बिल्कुल नहीं है क्योंकि जो हिंदुस्तान है इसकी जो बहुभाषा है बहुधर्मी है और बहुत संस्कारी है यही इसका इसकी इसकी ग्लोरी है जो हमको ये देखना चाहिए ये बात तो जब नारा लगाते हैं हिंदू राष्ट्र का तो उसके लिए बढ़ता हुआ एक ऐसा कदम है मैं समझता हूं मैं निजी तौर पर यह समझता हूं कि ये देश को तोड़ने वाली बात है देश को जोड़ेगी नहीं ये आने वाले समय में इस बात का खमेजा भारत को भुगतना पड़ेगा ऑल राइट गुरचरण जी परफेक्ट ऑन टाइम और गुरचरण जी मैं ये भी कह सकता हूं कि ये पैनल जो है एकदम बैलेंस्ड है वी ट्राइड वेरी हार्ड सो इनफैक्ट इफ एनीथिंग यू गॉट वन पर्सन हु मे एक्चुअली बी मोर इन फेवर ऑफ ऑफ द स्टेटस क्वो रिमेनिंग संजय हेगडे जी योर वन मिनट स्टार्ट नाउ शुड इंडिया हैव यूनिफॉर्म सिविल कोड इन अ फ्लोरलिस्टिक कंट्री आई डो नॉट नो वॉट दिन विद यूनिफॉर्मिटी लॉन्ग अगो विलियम ब्लेक सेट one law for the lion and the ox is kiran right now what the uniform civil code seems to be is a shorthand for saying whatever is applicable in the hindu code bill will apply across the board elsewhere the law commission very uh, recently barely two or three years ago said that there is no need in a pluralistic country to put in a uniform civil code it's neither desirable nor feasible now what has happened in the past 3 years that uh, it has suddenly become feasible now let me also tell you that even within the hindu code bill there are so many practices which are contrary to each other there is first cousin marriage which is possible in the south there there is marriages between uh, uh, uncle and niece all the all things there is no one uniform law even among right. the there is no one uniform law which exists and that diversity sanjay hegde believes needs to be preserved protected but let me uh, having done that first punch go straight across to satyapal jain my first question and other panelists uh, raise your hand or come in as you choose but mr jain you mentioned in your introductory remarks that article 44 of the constitution says the state shall endeavor to secure a uniform civil code for citizens throughout the territory of india it is however a directive principle of state policy which means that it's not necessarily enforceable it's a larger goal we've got other directive principles which we don't want to enforce at all so why necessarily shall we enforce this see the issue was debated in early 70s also when mrs indra gandhi was going through the bank reforms the nationalization etc etc and it was said by all those prominent leaders at that time which i repeat the argument now that directive principles are the basic principles which should be the directive force for the government to enact the law and this issue after the directive principles have been considered by the supreme court in three judgments first was a five judges constitution bench in 1985 Then it in 1995. Then 2015 Supreme Court. I'll send you those citations. I have got that judgment. And in five judges bench of the Supreme Court in 1985 said a common civil court will help the cause of national integration by removing disparate loyalties to laws which have conflicting ideologies. Sure. So when the Constitution of India has been has provided it 
the supreme court in three judgments one after the other has examined it and now simply to say that because it is a directive principles it can't be implemented 1975 during emergency when secularism was added it was basically said that since indian constitution directive principles provide for that we will be going for it all right therefore it should be implemented it is right, all right. multiple references to the supreme to court i get that point sanjay hegde that is a fact there have been multiple references in the supreme court in separate cases saying that india needs to work towards a uniform civil code uh, how would you respond well, to that point nobody is denying that nobody is denying that we need to work towards a, a directive a principle like uh, the uniform civil code just like <laughs> nobody denies that we should have a socialistic pattern of society see and please see where you, where your big uh, fact checks Uh, accumulate all all of the public money and everything we we've given up on on socialism. The question is, what is a uniform civil code? What is the draft? Has anybody come out with a draft? No. How would a uniform civil code possibly affect questions like gay marriage? Uh, uh, are are uh, gays not uh, part of Indian society? Should there not be a, a uniform provision for them as well when you are drafting a uniform civil code? and the that's a question on which both sides the hindu side as well as the muslim side will probably run when you have a uniform civil code can we also have uniform taxation the exemption that is allowable to a hindu undivided family can it also be allowable to a christian undivided family for instance so let us first have a draft we have been promised drafts by the uttarakhand government by the gujarat government nobody there was a progressive draft which was submitted to the law commission uh, uh headed by justice b s chauhan okay and justice b s chauhan all right so you want to see a, you want to see a draft necessary. i get that point uh, satyapal jain just a, a brief point you you have quoted chapter and verse uh, of different supreme yes. court laws or orders yes. i should point out that the 2018 law commission said yes. that a unified a uniform civil court is neither necessary nor desirable at this stage This is what I want to respond to, Mr. Sanjay Hegde. Also, there is no draft as yet. At the time, only we are discussing the issue because the Law Commission of India has invited the suggestion from different stakeholders. Whatever point you have, you give to the Law Commission. Law Commission will examine and submit its recommendation. It will go to the government. Then it will go to the Standing Committee. It will go to the Parliament of India. I totally agree with him. There are many points which need consideration, which need solution, but. This is the only way you start the dialogue, and I think everybody should respond to the law commission, give its point of view. If earlier law commission said it is not desirable, maybe this law commission may agree, may not agree with that. We have started that debate. Let's participate in that debate. Let's give all the points in favor or against that, and then we to move towards securing. No, but Mr. Hegde, isn't that a fair argument? That if if the if the law commission has said, look, we need to restart this debate. We welcome public opinions. Say whatever you have to say. Is that not a process that's important as we go towards some judgment? One and way the law commission also told you why why it is that when there are so many proposals for uh, change of laws which need its attention, why has it provoked uh, debate by going back on something which? it's very recent predecessor said no we, there is no need now has the law commission said why is it that just before the 2024 election we need to pro, uh, provoke a debate or we need to polarize votes 
Okay, let me let me take that to Anila Singh. Anila Singh, the point that uh, I think Sanjay Hegde is referring to is that when the BJP came to power, there were three main goals. One abrogation of 370, one Ram Mandir, both of them have been achieved. And this is the third goal. Is this being pursued more for political reasons based on what the RSS feels uh, and, 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 and less for, uh, you know, a, a legal argument that perhaps we need to be considering this now? It is pursued because we are nationalist party and we want good for our country. We do not want anything which divides our countrymen. That is the sole purpose. And uh, what was the two-nation theory when our country got divided? It, uh, our country got divided because these two religious communities, it became so difficult for one particular religious community to exist with us. So they wanted a separate nation and they got the separate nation. Which, uh, which has Islamic in its name. So, so allow, and, and, and ma'am, respectfully, me. a unified civil course, court is not about me. Hindus and Muslims. It's about Hindus, no, no, Muslims, no, no, no. Sikhs, this is what Christians, I mean. Allow Buddhists. me to complete. I'm not talking about Hindu and Muslim. But no, just, ma'am, if you're talking you, about Pakistan In 1947, allow me, allow me, allow me, allow me. Let me complete. So this is what I am saying. And we got a nation, we got a constitution, and in that constitution... There were several, uh, and, and the maker of the constitution, Mr. Ambedkar, he himself wanted UCC in our nation. What about that? The people of India gave themselves a republic which is sovereign, socialist and secular and democratic in nature. And there is absolutely no doubt about it that our country is multi-ethnic, multicultural, multilingual, multi-racial. Okay. But we want uniformity in it. All right, we want Why uniformity it so in it. Okay, let me just interrupt you there to bring in Ghansham Tiwari who's been waiting. Go ahead, Ghansham Ji. Let's look at the uniformity BJP wants to achieve. In case of Bridgebhushan Singh, the POSCO uh, case has been diluted. That is the uniformity. In case of Madhya Pradesh, there's an article in the Indian Express today about bulldozer at, at the school where children want to, wanted to study and a, and a case has been made up not on the basis of bringing harmony and education, but in, in, uh, on the basis of, of dividing the nation. That is the uniformity BJP wants. What is the uniformity they have achieved in Manipur? What is the uniformity they have achieved in Jammu and Kashmir? They have only broken the, uh, what was an erstwhile state with a, with a democracy that, that India could showcase to the world. What is the uniformity they have achieved in Kolhapur? So if the mission of the government is to divide the nation and they are continuously at it, and Mr. Jain was talking about, uh, the BJP member, was talking about let people come, debate, give the uh, views to law commission and it will go to the parliament, parliament will debate. Mr. Jain, I want to ask you, which was the which was the government that locked down its own parliament because the prime minister would not refuse to answer basic questions asked by the opposition? How will the parliament debate? How many debates do you know has, that have happened? Did the parliament debate on farm bills properly? The answer is no. Did the parliament debate on what is happening with Hindenburg report? The answer is no. You tell me one good debate that the parliament has debated. The, the parliament yes. under your government does not debate unemployment, does not debate price rise, does not debate All leasing. Right. So you have no confidence, sir, in, in the process of debate in parliament. Satyapal ji, since that was asked to you, Ratan ji, I know you're waiting. Just give me half a second. Satyapal ji, since it was directed to you, would you like to respond before I go yes. to Ratan Sharda next? Mr. Gansham Tiwari, please understand, it is the Indian constitution which has given supermessage to parliament. It is the responsibility, power, jurisdiction of the parliament to enact laws. And laws are passed and enacted by majority. I, I am surprised you have forgotten very easily 
in 1975 when the entire constitution was amended all members of the opposition mps were behind the bars including your leader nobody objected to them and nowadays you are siding with those people 23 years of age i was not an mp but i was in jail so therefore parliament is supreme they enact the laws those amendments were upheld by even the supreme court representation of people act when mrs gandhi's disqualification was removed the supremacy is of the indian people indian people reflect their point of view through parliament and parliament laws are scrutinized by the courts if the court feel that no this law is not proper you remember india appointment of the uh, judicial appointment commission act passed unanimously by the entire parliament still supreme court said no it is okay. against the basic structure it was struck down so we have the balance of power all three sections work under their own field you have to faith in parliament okay. age in majority ghansham ji very quickly before i go to my other panelists yes let's live in the times today i asked you in the in the last 4 years do you know uh, anything that the parliament debated seriously that that went to the people the answer is no you have a government that locked when down the parliament thing i was not speaking in, in, in the, when when the uh, this government passes ordinances does the parliament debate when it goes against the supreme court order in delhi case okay, so basically ghansham ji your argument is that this if it goes to parliament it will never be debated so the process you believe i i take your point you believe that the process itself is flawed because ultimately there would not be debate fair enough ratan sharda ji the main argument against a uniform civil code is that it violates the constitution that our, our, our constitutional freedom to practice the religion of choice which allows different religious communities to follow their respective personal laws uh, for example article 25 gives every religious group the right to manage their own affairs as article 29 it gives them the right to uh, conserve their own distinct culture right so why get rid of the diversity ratan ji well basically you are doubting the uh, the different uh, divergent views in constitution itself you have highlighted the points which are basically divergent in the constitution itself you can't blame bjp for that if there are articles which go against each other then we need to raise questions why is it so why did it 100 amendments to or more than 100 amendments to keep on uh, you know correcting something which seems to be wrong in the constitution so constitution is a living organism it has to evolve at you know time to time my objection is to cheapen the debate by going down to the everyday politics we are thinking of something which is actually talked in terms of decades or in terms of a nation's life they talked of hindu rashtra the sgp panelists where in constitution where in the ucc is anything which has to do with hindu rashtra pray please tell me because hindu code bill itself is not about hindu rashtra not is any other law Mr. Hegde, such a senior advocate, says that it will be a copy of Hindu court bill. On what basis? The law panel had open, openly asked for suggestions. If there are there are good ideas in other religions, why not? But do you want to, uh, uh, you know, take deprive the uh, Muslim couples who want to adopt that right from them? Do you want to deprive uh, Christian women of the rights they have? Do you want to deprive Muslim women who don't have a right to uh, hereditary the way other communities have or do not have? so these are issues which can definitely be uh, which are much uh, away from the so called uh, hindu court bill or even hindu court bill was basically a product of a secular government of nehru so you can't blame hindus for that and hgf is good for everybody please do give hgf to all that right. will strengthen the family system i am very much for it and talking of discrimination in the constitution article 2530 which basically gives right to minorities don't give any rights to hindus majority so should a constitution which is supposedly secular Have separate laws which discriminate against the majority community. Sajjeh Hegde, would you like to respond to that? 
Yes, so le let's take let's take them one by one. Firstly, the Hindu court bill. Among the greatest opponents of the Hindu court bill at that particular point of time were the uh, were the Jansan uh, uh, and the Hindu Mahasabha of those days, and also elements within the Congress led by President Rajendra Prasad, who objected to the Hindu court bill. The, uh, Dr. Ambedkar, in fact, actually resigned yes. from. Nehru's cabinet because the Hindu exactly. court could not be passed. Uh, they just, that just one minute. Point, that, that's, that's why. So so now let, let, let me just continue. Sir, I, I may be saying something in your favor. I may be some, saying something against you. You answer in your turn. So the point is that the Hindu court bill, when, when it came in, there were even people who spread the rumor that Nehru wanted the Hindu court bill to be passed because Indira Gandhi could then have a divorce. Otherwise, a Hindu woman did not have the right of divorce earlier. So all these oppositions have happened. And right now, the way the UCC debate is being framed seems to be, look, the majority has gone through a Hindu uh, codification. Now the same codification, let's apply it all across the board. That is where the problem really lies. Now, no. I, would, I would think that you would go much further if you said, instead of, let, let's forget all this uh, UCC or our agenda, this agenda, that agenda, it actually frightens people. If you say, let us have minimum standards, yes. which are applicable to all Indians, that all Indians have the right to marry a partner of their choice, irrespective of which community. Right? So yes. all your love jihad and all these things, they, uh, let's sort it out. All, all Indians whether uh, of whatever sexual orientation, have the right to marry. Let's, let's have that. That they have the right to have children of, and bring them up according to their choice. That those children will then inherit straightforward. Okay. Without uh, everybody and uh, in their... All right. So you want, you want this to be practiced in, 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 in the true spirit I would of, want of justice. Progressive Just three court. points. I would want a progressive minimal standards. Court. All right. Progressive minimal standards. Uh, Satyapal three Jaisi, small points. Go ahead. Three small I'm points. Very, I'm very happy. I'm so very happy not that we have come up with four, five issues. This is what the law commission says. These are very relevant issues. I am totally agreeing with you. These need consideration. So let's go and examine those issues which you have raised now, four, five questions, issues that you have framed, you call it the law. Let the law commission let's examine it. Let's do it after 2024. Let's do it after 2024. Sanjay do it after 2024. Examine it. Let's examine it. That's what he's saying. He's saying do it after 2024. We've so many years. Do it after. People were Ram Mandar, when the judgment, the Supreme Court was hearing the case, Argument was no, 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 no. Decide it after the elections. Why delay? What for? When the cases are not decided by the court, it was heard after the elections. When the law after the elections, and therefore why after two three four? Why not after two three zero? Why not after two five zero? And why not now? Why now it has not been done? These are the issues which have to be debated. Gurcharan Singh Grewalji. ये एक election मुद्दा है इसलिए हम इसपे चर्चा अब कर रहे हैं आपके ख्याल से ये दस साल बाद या पंद्रह साल बाद डिबेट करना चाहिए? नहीं सर ऐसी डिबेट होनी नहीं चाहिए जिसमें भारत को बांटा जाए मैं बताता हूं कि जब देश को आजादी दिलवाई थी तो सभी लोगों ने भारत को इसलिए आजादी दिलवाई थी कि वो आजाद हो जाएं वो अपना अपना उनका धर्म स्कोर होगा अपने संस्कार स्कोर होंगे 
मेरे भाई जैन साहब मेरे पंजाब से आते हैं चाहे कि चंडीगढ़ राजधानी है चाहे नहीं मिली है पंजाब को और मेरी बहन अनिला जी बोल रहे हैं रतन जी बोल रहे हैं मैं आपको बता दूं कि मेरे को हिंदू के प्रति नफरत नहीं है आपने बताया कि आरएसएस जब बीजेपी का झंडा था कि राम मंदिर राम मंदिर बना उनके धर्म का मामला मैं उसका समर्थन करता हूं लेकिन यह डिबेट की जरूरत क्या है मेरे को बताइए यूनियन सिविल कोड की क्या जरूरत है एक संविधान है ना हमारा और दूसरा आईपीसी एक्ट जो सभी के लिए एक है और पासपोर्ट सभी को एक दिया जाता है सभी को वोट का अधिकार है इसमें यूनी इससे आगे जब किसी के धर्म में आप दखल दोगे तब फिर वो वो कैसे देश एक रह जाएगा अभी बात कर रहे थे मेरे पैनलिस भाई कि एक हिंदू है और एक सिख है और मुसलमान है क्रिश्चियन है अपने अपने धर्म के संस्कार है अभी थोड़ी देर पहले हमारे को अनंत मैरिज एक्ट में हमारी मैरिज रजिस्ट्रेशन करने का अधिकार मिला है ये दो साल हुए नहीं है अब इसको डेमोलिश करोगे कैसे करेंगे अब हिंदू जो धर्म है वो अलग है सिख धर्म अलग है क्रिश्चियन अलग है और जैनी बोधी सब अलग है आप इनको मिलको कैसे कर सकते हैं तो ये बात की जो डिबेट है ये डिबेट ही बेमान्य है क्योंकि ये डिबेट नफरत पैदा करती है जो बात मनोरिटी के लिए भय पैदा करे उस उससे देश को खतरा है ओके ओके गुटरन जी राइट माइनॉरिटी ये बात नहीं Ashiba you've been waiting very very patiently and I'm sorry I couldn't come to you earlier on if you look at what took place in in uh, in the case of triple talaq for members of the muslim community the, the the courts ruled against it they said that it was it was poor it was discriminatory and the rights of women needed to be protected there are many other laws not just in the islamic faith there are other laws which pertain to all faiths which are discriminatory they are they do not protect they are unfair and they should not have space in 20 Uh, in 2023 look at the laws uh, uh, of uh, you know look look at so many laws now the why then would members of let us say the islamic community insist that no our faith and our laws must be protected see uh, as far as the triple talaq case is concerned uh, after this abolition of triple talaq lot of issues have already been settled particularly the halala and uh, many issues that are attached to that now when we talk about the uh, uniform civil code as the umbrella category the problem is that nobody knows what is what it is going to look like how we, what are its features so the problem is the muslim community is not at this juncture it is not afraid after the triple talaq uh, abolition uh, muslim community is open to it but we should be able to discuss it it should not be implemented in the gst manner natural so that is the problem so the, uh, as i earlier said and another panelist also said that the procedure is very important and secondly the the question of article 44 there is one objective and that is that comes before this that hindi should be made national language why nobody is talking about that is article all the objectives of article 44 dpsp are that sacrosanct they are they more important than the fundamental rights no they are not we all no, understand but ma'am i tend to disagree with you somewhat i think each case is No, no, ma'am. I, I, I tend to disagree with you. Uh, each case is important, but to say that why are we not dis, uh, dis, uh, dis, uh, debating that, no, and why are I'm, we debating I'm this? I'm trying to, I'm so, trying to confute my argument. It is I, being raised. Are you suggesting this, this is not important? To, for for uh, it is because the debate is so Muslim centric right now, and they no, no, just want to get their. But let's talk about Muslim law. Muslim law in <laughs> India recognizes the marriage of a minor who has attained puberty as being valid. This is in contradiction. 
of the prohibition of the Child Marriage Act, also of the POSCO Act? Should there not be uniformity to ensure that there is one law? Definitely. Definitely. And it depends upon the individual courts also. In in two, three cases where this... Uh, uh, so ma'am, are you in favor of a uniform civil code if there is a debate? That is what I have been saying. That Let us debate it out. Yes. Right. So that's, that's an important point over there. Uh, Ratanji, would you like to come in over there with the point you were mentioning? Vishnu, can I come in please? See, my point is that I'll come to you next time. Every yeah. every community has some issues which need to be resolved, can be resolved through the Uniform Civil Code. As she has pointed out, there are issues regarding women's rights, there are issues regarding, regarding inheritance, there are issues regarding adoption and divorce, etc. So why these can't be discussed? As far as SGP is concerned, I'm sorry to say Anand Karaj has been around for a long time, not two years back. If he goes that goes to that path, SGPC has managed to pass a law where the Non-Keshdharis cannot be voters for the HGPC, which is very discriminatory against the people who actually believe in Sikhi, but do not have Kesh and Dharis because that is that was not the basic premise of Sikhism. But let that be because he has come with a certain ideas. Let him follow that. But if I say that Uniform Civil Court is because Hindus have some problem with UCC, I'm, I'm sorry, that generation is gone who had certain issues. That is not today's issue. Today's issue, if I were to say, should Hindus not have right to worship and right to have that tempers the way other communities have. Should 25, 30, which is discriminated majority, should not be thought about. Should gender justice not be taken into account, like you talk of uh, same-sex marriage, etc., as Hegelage has pointed out. And so many issues which are today changing as per the changing society. To keep on straight into something that was said 70 years back and was not done at that time because people are afraid of certain communities, it's high time we come back to the negotiation table, discuss, come with every alternative idea that is possible, and adapt, adapt some. Don't adapt some. Okay. Nobody's saying take it or leave it. All Very right. Uh, Anilaji, you know, I wanted to come to you next because uh, this is now a, a huge political issue, particularly, for example, in the state of Uttarakhand lately. Can individual states impose a uniform civil code? Now, some experts say that, uh, you know, there are issues such as inheritance, issues such as uh, property rights, marriage, etc., etc. These come under the concurrent list of the Constitution. But there's Article 44 which says that a uniform civil code will be applied to citizens throughout the territory of India, which seems to imply that individual states do not have that power. In your mind, uh, is this different states, for example, Uttarakhand, pushing their own state agenda, when in fact, if this is to happen, it has to happen at a nationwide level? Before I answer this question, I would like to address uh, Mr. Grewal. Grewal sahab, aap abhi keh rahe te ki agar hum UCC lekar aate hain to ye desh ko divide karne ki, divide karne ke liye hoga. To mein aapki jankari ke liye bata deti hoon ki 1954-55 mein jab Hindu court bill aya tha, bohat bhaari virodh hua tha, uske baab jud do Nehru ji Hindu court bill lekar aate hain, usme Hindu, jisme ki Hindu, Sikh, Jain, Baud, ये सब हिंदू कोड बिल में आते थे ठीक है और आईपीसी की अभी आपने बात की बिल्कुल आईपीसी जो हमारे क्रिमिनल लॉज है वो सबके लिए लागू हैं जो हमारे सिविल लॉ हैं वो सबके लिए लागू नहीं हो रहे हैं तो इसकी वजह से हमने देखा था शाहबानों का केस तो बहुत ही मशहूर रहा है वो केवल और केवल जो बिचारी अपना मेंटेनेंस थी तो चाहती थी सुप्रीम कोर्ट ने उसको उसके लिए उसके हक में फैसला सुनाया पार्लियामेंट में पलट दिया गया तो इसी प्रकार से जैसे अभी विष्णु विष्णु जी ने भी बताया कि भई एक नाबालिग बच्ची होती है उसकी शादी करा देते हैं तो ये जो कानून ये यूसीसी अगर बनता है तो ये केवल और केवल मैरिज डिवोर्स 
एडोप्शन और इनहेरिटेंस इसको कवर करेगा दो लोग किसी भी दो धर्म के लोग अगर शादी भी करते हैं बिल्कुल कर रहे और जाके उस शादी को रजिस्टर करा लें तो जो कानून है जो देश का कानून है उसके अंतर्गत वो शादी आ जाएगी आई वॉज लिस्निंग टू मिस्टर हेगड़े एज वेल एंड आई थिंक ही इज टोटली कंफ्यूज वेन वी टॉक अबाउट लव जिहाद ही शुड गो एंड चेक द डेफिनेशन ऑफ लव जिहाद विच स्टार्टेड फ्रॉम केरला इट वॉज नॉट स्टार्टेड बाई एनी ऑफ द स्टेट गवर्न बाई भारतीय जनता पार्टी ऑल राइट एनी टू अडल्ट पीपल हु वॉन्ट टू गेट मैरिड दे आर कमिंग फ्रॉम डिफरेंट रिलीजियस बैकग्राउंड दे आर मोर देन वेलकम टू डू इट बट एनी पर्सन मैरी अदर पर्सन with the malicious intent then it is wrong and definitely action should be taken against that person so let me come back to ucc if uh, we talk about the civil uh, civil laws in our country vishnu we, we very well know that the the lex locai report you know which is based on 1840 and lex locai report in 1840 it recommended the requirement of codification of the laws and cons- that concerned the crime evidence and contract but it uh, did not interfere with the personal laws and even after the independence it is carrying on in that okay. way well, why it is all because of the appeasement and one more thing finally just give me 10 more seconds because questions. you have uh, just 10 more seconds because you have come after some, such a long time so i just want to give one reply to mr ghansham tiwari mr ghansham tiwari today the discussion is about the ucc and you start questioning our bharatiya janata party government or the nda government that we do not discuss things in parliament so let me tell you sir your political party which is deep into appeasement your political party which advocates for the terrorists your political party which give tickets to the heinous criminals today you are sitting right. here okay. and trying to preach and teach us that ji, what constitution is and what nationalism is and what is it because you have summarized four different points in about 3 minutes over there but gurcharan ji you had a point to make please go ahead yes sir <coughs> मेरे भाई रतन जी ने और मेरी बहुत सत्कार जो बहन अनिला जी ने मेरे से सवाल किए हैं रतन जी ने बोला है कि श्रोमणी गुरुद्वारा प्रबंधक कमेटी को जो उन्होंने एसटीपीसी में वोट नहीं करने के लिए वो लोगों को छोड़ दिया है मैं ये बताना चाहता हूँ कि जो धार्मिक संस्था है गुरुद्वारा को प्रबंध चलाने के लिए राम मंदिर बन रहा है हमारे लिए सराहनीय है सत्कार है वो पवित्र धाम है क्या उसको चलाने के लिए जो कमेटी है वो मुस्लिम आएंगे उसमें क्या सिख आएंगे उसमें ये बात आप ध्यान रखिए एक बात ध्यान रखिए कि गुरुद्वारे में सभी धर्मों का सत्कार है तो माफ करना मैं जो बात कर रहा हूं आपके दिल को लगेगी कि बहुत से बहुत से बहुत से मंदिर मंदिर इसमें दलित नहीं 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 मैं किसी को ये नहीं मेरी सिख नहीं गिन रहे आप खालसा को सिख से मिक्स कर रहे हैं किसने किसने गल सुनो किसने मेरी बात का मेरी बात का जवाब दे मेरी बात का जवाब दे दाढ़ी बिल्कुल बिल्कुल 
so a marriage may be, uh, may be valid in uttarakhand for instance but may be invalid elsewhere or vice versa so therefore you are right when you say that if there has to be a uniform civil court then the center under the concurrent list will have to take over and when the center promulgates anything under the concurrent list the state legislation has yields unless and until there is one small thing that if the president assents to the state amendment then then within that state that amendment Uh, it goes through. Satyapal, so, then, a uniform civil sure. court, logically speaking, can only come from parliament. Satyapal, See, I, then, I, why, I, why I, is the BJP sir. in BJP states pursuing uh, a uniform civil court? If indeed everything that you have argued on this program is, let's discuss it and let parliament decide. See, in the state legislatures also, when you enact any law, this is also enacted after some panel examines it. Panel submits the report. Same procedure. as is followed in parliament is followed in the state legislatures also i think mr hegde today uh, i feel and i am concluding indirectly you are arguing in favor of the debate for the uniform civil court i agree in different states enact different laws there has to be just a minute <coughs> there has to be some central law states can enact the law it unless it is in conflict with the central act the central act the state act will come therefore there is a necessity instead of each state having its own separate law let's go for a centralized act by taking into consideration the views of all stakeholders all those right. who are voting also those who are opposing also i just have a i will read one line from the election uh, law commission's report uh, the notice accordingly the 22nd law commission of india decided again to solicit views and ideas of the public at large and recognize religious organizations about the uniform civil court All Let's right. go and give all these opinions to the law commission. Let not be apprehensive. This will be done. That will be done. Right. It will be. Have faith in the system. All right. So have faith. Thirty seconds, Mr. Hegde. I need to wrap this up. Look, does the law commission say why it changed its mind and why before 2024? This tells us that there is something rotten in the state of Denmark. That's it. उटाइम थैंक यू ऑल वेरी मच for being with